Please remain standing, and if you have your Bibles, turn to Proverbs 16, verse 28. Our reading of God's law comes from Proverbs 16, 28. A perverse man sows strife, and a whisperer separates the best of friends. A perverse man sows strife, and a whisperer separates the best of friends. Please be seated. One of the five solas that emerged from the Protestant Reformation is sola fide. And I trust that you know what this Latin term means. It means faith alone. Sola is a Latin word that means alone, and fide means faith. And many of the English words that we use today have Latin origins. Even if you only know a handful of Latin words, uh, you'll likely spot those words in some of our English words. Which, and when this happens, uh, you gain an insight into how that particular English word came into use as well as what its actual meaning is. And so knowing that fide means faith, you might have noticed that this word fide comes up in the English word confide. Confide, uh, con means with, and fide, of course, means faith. And we typically think of confiding in another person as telling them some privileged information. Um, We let them in on a secret. Uh, We share something with them that's personal and private. And that's all true, but the expectation with confiding is that you do that with the, whether it's stated or implied, the expectation that the information you're revealing will not be repeated, that that information will not go any further than the person you're, you're talking to unless you give them permission to share that information. That's the with faith part of the word. And we are placing faith in the other person that we confide in to not tell other people our secrets. Our reading of the law this morning explains what happens when that faith is broken. It destroys friendships. A whisperer separates the best of friends, the proverb says. And once once the, uh, well, let me put it this way. The, the, one of the differences between gossip and slander is that slander involves spreading false information about a person, whereas gossip involves spreading true information, yet guarded and secret information about another person. So slander and gossip both fall within the scope of what this proverb is calling a whisperer, but I'm, I'm focusing only this morning on the gossip part. The whisperer is a person who has come into possession of some privileged information and experiences a sinful form of pleasure by retelling that information to people who have no business knowing it. Proverbs 26, 23 describes that sinful pleasure. It says, the words of a whisperer are like delicious morsels. They go down into the inner part of the body. And the metaphor that Solomon is drawing upon here is that experience that we have <clears throat> when we eat a delicacy, some, some delectable 
delicacy. Um, although he didn't have char- chocolate truffles in his day, we can, we can think of eating tro- chocolate truffles in our day. It's a, it's a satisfying experience. At least it's a satisfying experience for a few moments because it's a fleeting satisfaction. But while it lasts, it overwhelms the taste buds and releases a bunch of endorphins that make us feel good. <coughs> Solomon is saying that the whisperer receives this kind of an endorphin rush when he or she spreads gossip. Maybe the whisperer wants to feel important and he gets that when he tells other people information that they would not have otherwise known. Or maybe the whisperer is struggling with some personal insecurities and feels better about herself when she tells about other people's problems that might seem bigger than her own. Or maybe the whisperer is just a a downright malicious person who gossips for no other reason than to spread strife and breed contentions. Regardless of the motive, the result is always the same. It ruins friendships. It destroys relationships. It separates even the best of friends. So the question that this reading puts before each one of our eyes this morning is, have you been a whisperer? Have you, brothers and sisters, been a whisperer? Have you tasted the the delicious little morsels that Solomon is describing? Have you experienced that fleeting satisfaction um, of feeling important, at least for a moment? or of making yourself feel better by telling of somebody else's problems? Or do you get a rush of endorphins by creating strife between other people? That's the challenge that's before us this morning. That's what God's holy law is illuminating as as a, um, a, a violation of his holiness. And what inevitably happens to the whisperer is that people learn the hard way that they can't confide in that person. They cannot share information with faith in that person. And so people hold back when they're around the whisperer. They guard themselves. They won't share certain information because they don't trust that it'll be held with confidence. And there's that word fide again, in confidence. And I, I read about an overseas missionary who would visit you know, different congregations when he was on furlough. And he did what most missionaries do in those situations. He would, he would tell about what's happening back on the mission field. But afterwards, when he would interact with the people or the leadership of the church, and he would speak at a more casual level, um, he would tell about all the problems that were going on in all the other congregations that he had visited. And soon everyone learned to talk with this missionary only about surface matters. He couldn't be trusted with private information because he had earned a reputation of breaking faith, of being a whisperer. Brothers and sisters, we are all capable of being whisperers. This is not just something that old ladies do when they get together for tea. Men, young and old, women, young and old, must resist the temptation to gossip. And our reading of God's law this morning is showing us that this is a destructive sin 
that's born out of the perversity of a sinful heart. And I remind you what Jesus said in Matthew 15, 18, that the things which proceed out of the mouth come from the heart, and they defile a person. Gossip defiles a person, but it doesn't merely defile a person. It also destroys relationships. It spreads strife. It hinders fellowship, and it makes people unwilling to share their challenges and their personal struggles in prayer meetings or with, uh, with other Christians, with other church members. So, dear brothers and sisters, this is a sin that must be mortified, like every other sin must be mortified, but this, this sin must be mortified uh, not only for your own well-being, but for the well-being of your brothers and sisters uh, in this body and beyond. And where the Holy Spirit is born witness to you of your own personal sin, remember that God pardons and forgives all who truly repent while trusting in the atoning work of Jesus Christ. And repentance includes confession, and so we confess our sins to the Lord. And so let's begin with a time of silence and where you have the opportunity to confess your sins privately to God. And after a a suitable time of silence, I'll lead us in a corporate confession of prayer as well. Let's pray.